This is the Healthology Experts, where we talk about the art and science of health and longevity. I'm Dr. Traveler, and thank you for joining us. Hey, you guys, welcome back. You got me again, it's Dr. Traveler. It's been crazy, it's been summer. I'm trying to get some other guests, and um, I'm. It, it, this is a really good topic, though, that it, that's really, um, it's been nagging at me for the past week. I, I'm a big fan of just knowledge reading. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I like to listen to books. I'm a, I'm a good listener um, to books. I do try and read them sometimes, but I'll admit I'm like a multitasker and I actually feel like I do really well with that. It doesn't work for everybody. Not everybody can you know, go and exercise and run. While I'm exercising, I love to just bring knowledge in. <clears throat> you can ask my family. I sometimes drive them crazy because I'm always listening to something. I have to be careful with that. But I just like this knowledge coming in. And, and recently, there's been a lot of data that's been streaming in and information that, to me, has been new. Um, and it is relatively new. Um, but what I wanted to talk about was really two choices that you have. There are two choices when it comes to healthcare, okay? And hopefully this will inspire you to ask yourself some questions and we'll go through some questions of what you can ask yourself. And I'll give you a few places that you can look that have helped me, um, probably just a small list. I can't remember off the top of my head. I kind of just turn this on um, when it's just me and I kind of go, okay, what am I thinking? And I write down a few things, but Okay, so here are the two choices that you have, okay? Um, you have the choice of, and I was gonna pull a graph up too, but a lot of people just listen to this. So what I want you to picture, I want you to picture looking at a graph, okay? And looking at your lifeline. So if we're going across, <laughs> let's say it goes from right to left, and you're looking at your life, okay? Now, um, there will be some attacks. I don't want this to be overly controversial, but let's just be honest. When you look at like Western medicine, so say you take the choice to listen to what today's research from medicine, from pharmaceutical companies, um, what they want you to do, the, the United States healthcare system, and you can look this up. Like I even did, I wanted to double check. So before I got on here, I just searched. We are the highest spending country. We spend more on our healthcare than anywhere else, okay? Any other country, doesn't even come close. Yet, we consistently rank the lowest in countries that spend even close to us, okay? Um, I was trying to find the numbers, and there's all sorts of numbers. Uh, for the most part, I saw us rank anywhere from 16th to 26, depending on what the, what they're looking at. So I hate to just throw out and say we're the something. I used to say we were the 26th healthiest country. And from what I can tell, it just depends on what, what you're looking at. But needless to say, we spend the most and we have a terrible record. And um, I know that some people may hear that and they're like, okay, well, what does that mean to me? What it means to you is that you have this choice, okay? So the pharmaceutical companies, insurance companies, um, Pretty much those who have designed the Western medicine, West, our, our Western healthcare, okay? It's designed to do this. You live, um, you've got a hot, really high, you're super healthy, you know, you're born super healthy, you're in your 20s, 
30s, at about 30s, you start to taper off a little bit and it starts to decline. So again, in your mind, if you're in your car just listening, you start to see this little decline, okay? And as you decline, um, you know, in your 30s, you, you start to get a little more fluffy around the edges, you know? You start to gain some weight. In your 40s, you're gaining more weight. By your 40s, the pharmaceutical companies are hoping that somewhere in the 30s and 40s you start um, uh, prescription medication. So you start into your prescriptions. If they're lucky, they're really hoping that you can start those in your 20s or even earlier. So they already got you on this, um, you know, spending lots of money. So we, we spend the most. So lots and lots of money is being spent. And 20s, 30s, uh, you gradually start to increase, but your lifestyle is trickling down, right? So you're not able to go on the hike that you used to be able to go on with your kids into your 40s and your 50s. You start to decline going on certain trips and avoiding opportunities that you used to um, enjoy in your you know 20s and 30s when you were healthier. Then you look at like 60s, 70s, they are hoping that by then, you know, there you're on somewhere between <clears throat> maybe a half a dozen to a dozen prescription medications. If all goes according to their plan, you're in um, a healthcare facility and assisted living, um, and you know you pretty much need that assistance. You're there um, needing assistance and on lots of medications for let's say the last 10 to 15 years of your life if they're lucky, even longer. So. What's interesting is that they'll say we can extend life and that is one thing that, that they have done, like we've been able to live longer. But again, we're gonna talk about that of whether it's our healthcare system that's created that um, or whether it's in spite of the healthcare system um, that we've been able to do that. But that's basically the model. They are hoping our system is designed for you to spend lots of money on pharmaceuticals that as you get older, your ability to um, live life and do things is drastically reduced until you're, you know, sitting in a chair in a rest home, spending lots of money. I apologize if this, if I'm describing maybe what um, someone you love or yourself, if you're sitting here going, yeah, that's me. I hope that I haven't offended you. Um, but at the same time, that it, I mean, if that's where you, if that's describe someone you love or where you're at yourself, you, um, I'm just gonna say, fallen victim to the system. That's the way our system is set up. That's the design, okay? Um, now, the other choice that you have is to, uh, and, and I know what, what people are gonna say. You're like, okay, you maintain this flat line, and they'll say, well, you're gonna get older. And I understand, I work with people all the time, and they'll say, you know, getting old is, is tough. But, there is an option that you have, okay? And even if you have started down that, that slippery slope um, in, in your 40s, 50s, 60s, if you're on lots of medication and a little round around the edges and, and uh, are deeply entrenched in the Western medicine system, you can reverse that and it, it is reversible. But really what, what my goal and what I hope for people who are um, choosing to opt out of that is you can, if you're looking at the graph, you know, in your 20s, you, you can have a certain lifestyle and you're able to do certain things and you want the decline to be minimal to 
nothing. I will admit I'm so I'm now I'm 42 still I'm still young. So those you know 60s 70s are going wait till you're in your 60s and 70s. But one thing that I can easily say I can I have run my fastest races in my 40s. I have um, li I, I was able to lift heavier, so my fast twitch muscle fibers. I was stronger in my 20s, but not by a lot. I'm able to still lift. I can lift what I was able to lift in my 20s and 30s for the most part, not quite, but um, but I've been able to maintain that, and I'm hoping to be able to maintain that. And obviously, there's going to be a slight decline. So you'll see that the the numbers or the the graph start to tail off towards the end um, and you will see a little reduction but I don't think there has to be a lot and then as I like to say I plan on dying young at an old age so eventually um, none of us are making it out of here alive as I've said before the question I ask a lot of people you know um, what do you want people to say about your life I know and understand that uh, death is part of life and that I will die and all of us will have that um, opportunity, but it's going to be a sharp drop off, falling off the cliff, die young in an old age, you name it what you want, call it what you want. You don't have to see this tail down that our Western medicine is designed to like have this progressive downhill slope. So it just more and more and more the older you get until you're down at the very bottom, non-functional, sitting in a wheelchair, can't even use the bathroom by yourself. Okay. Um, I want to be able to function um, in, in my old age and do go on hikes that I can do right now and that I've done in my 20s. And, and I know that that's a possibility. Now, here's the question. How do you choose and what are you looking at for those two, two things? The thing that I want to at this point want to emphasize is I do not blame. I am friends with many medical doctors um, and many who can prescribe these medications and I don't think for the most part that they are the problem. Um, however, I would encourage them, if any of them are listening, ask yourself the questions of whether, I mean, that many of them are doing what they're taught. I was taught, you know, all of us have an education and the educational system, especially in medical school, is designed by who? Pharmaceutical companies um, and insurance agencies and government people who, you know, it's a government subsidized. There's not one medical school that's not government subsidized. So they can control that. It's just it's just the facts of life um, here in the United States. It's controlling it. And, and, uh, and so if they're using the data, the data is given to them by pharmaceutical companies designed again for this gradual decline uh, and get older and older, you know, and, and less and less function and, and more and more medications. It's just, that's the design and that's what many of them have come into. Um, I would ask you to go on and, and start doing some independent research. One of the people who I've, um, it's been interesting to follow, there's a doctor named, um, I believe it's, it's pronounced Asim Malhotra. It's A-S-E-E-M. M-A-L-H-O-T-R-A. -E I believe that's it. It's right here. I, I've got the sticky note here. But um, So he is, in my opinion, a very brave, he's a cardiologist. He's from Great Britain. And he is attacking the status quo. And he's gotten a lot of pushback. He really attacks statins. I am personally not a huge fan of statins. 
they I feel like they are designed to make money and I if any of you have um, questions comments I don't want it to be a debate but at the same time um, I, I think that the the evidence nowadays it's hard to hide things back in the day before the internet and cameras were everywhere and uh, you know it you can't hide things anymore and what's happening is you know it's just it's plain and evident that if you really do a minimal amount of research you can see that um, I think medications are necessary and are good but we are over medicated there are medications that should rarely be used that get used on a regular basis like statins I don't think that statins shouldn't exist um, there's a place for them but as far uh, I, I hate to even quote this again but last time I checked five of the top ten um, most prescribed medications were statins there again if you go listen to this doc and his original attack and again he's a cardiologist was on statins he just says you're gaining a few days I mean it's just it's basically statins are designed for to make the the pharmaceutical companies uh, money and in his opinion and my opinion to drastically increase that slope down like reduce your overall ability to heal to feel good there's a lot of muscle aches um, so there is this choice where you have to to make and I'm not saying you need to ditch your medical doctor all I'm saying is um, you still go to your medical doctor but if you can find a doctor who um, and, and I love to co-treat with these docs. Here's an indicator whether you have a doctor that is deeply entrenched in the status quo with a steady slope of you getting older or whether your medical doctor wants you to die young at an old age and stay healthy and strong. Um, and then eventually, again, we're all gonna die, but it's a sharp drop off. If they, it's all about uh, lifestyle okay it's the chronic diseases are they do they first try to prescribe you a medication and give you a medication primary and, and first is that their first objective or do they really give a diligent and concentrated effort for you to make lifestyle changes first to eat a healthy diet healthy to me I'm, I mean I'm not gonna like there's lots of good diets out there but lots of vegetables again this dr uh, malhotra and i do 100 percent agree with this um it's a low carb keep your carbohydrates lower and keep your fats higher um they don't attack the food that is actual real food they don't attack eggs and butter and things like that but they will get after um and talk about you know refined carbohydrates sugar i mean sugar is what is causing so much uh so many problems um, so that is really do they do they start with lifestyle or do they start with medications okay that is really one of the biggest indicators I also uh, love I don't remember which book it's in I, I believe it's the eighth habit but um, the late Stephen R Covey and again you could say late he's passed on but all of us are gonna go eventually he oftentimes said he had two doctors one doctor to treat him when he was sick and i would say too the western medi western medicine in the united states our healthcare system is amazing at cuting at, at treating acute illnesses and injuries like if you have if you needed a, an acute surgery 
Um, if there's something that's life, writ, like your life is on the line, I want to be in the United States. This is the place to be. But if it's about keeping us healthy, like taking a healthy patient and keeping them healthy, we're the worst. Okay. And so you need to ask yourself, um, how are you doing on those things? But um, yeah, you, you want to just make sure that you're starting with lifestyle and, uh, and that you're making those choices your primary, primary thing. There's a great book that I read a while ago that I really thought was helpful with this. It's called Younger Next Year. I didn't write down the author, but if you just search Younger Next Year, a lot of it has to do, again, with lifestyle. What are the foods you're eating? How active are you? I think exercise is essential. Um, not just uh, cardio, you know, not running on a treadmill, but doing some resistance exercises. So if you're listening to this or watching this and you're going, okay, I don't even know where to begin. And so if I go to my medical doctor and he tries, he or she, you know, prescribes me medication, what do I, do I fire them? And you can say, yeah, or bring it up with them, like discuss and say, hey, I choose, like my choice is that I want to stay young. So can you first tell me, give me some advice on food that I could eat or activity that I can do? Uh, because like, uh, well, what I was saying with uh, Stephen R. Covey was that he had two practitioners, one when he was sick and one when he was well. So you may need to choose. And that's why I, I probably don't have um, as big of a box as uh, Dr. Malhotra because he's a cardiologist. Like he is in that field and he's saying we're doing it wrong. It's always if someone from inside is saying it, that's why I like his voice because he's like, he's saying we're doing it wrong. Whereas I'm a chiropractor, they always say, you know, we're, we are holistic doctors. Um, I believe I, he, uh, Stephen R. Covey didn't say in his book what the docs were, but my assumption is he was using some sort of holistic doctor, like a chiropractor or um, something along those lines, acupuncturist, um, nutritionist, someone along those lines for his wellness doctor. And, uh, and that's just because oftentimes the medical community, they focus on medicine and prescriptions, which at times we may need. I'm not saying that you should never have a prescription either. I'm just saying that this idea that you should gradually get more and more and more and your function goes down, if that's the case, then that, that can be a problem. I do also know that there are genetic issues, that everybody's health is different. Um, don't feel like I'm attacking anyone if they're on a prescription. I'm saying prescriptions are necessary, they're good, they are just not used properly. Um, they're overly used. I like what uh, Dr. Malhotra, he, he oftentimes says we need to do research to find better medications, not more medications. They are doing the research to try to make the most money. It's designed to make money. So they're trying to keep you alive so that you can stay alive, have low function, and need to be on more pills. Um, but you need to ask yourself, is that the way that I want to live? And you need to make your choices so that you... Um, starting as soon as you can. I said that even if you are 60s, 70s, what's cool is our bodies are miraculous. Even if you um, are on all sorts of medications, if you feel like you know, you're know you 50 pounds overweight or more, um, you can start making changes right now. And here's what's cool. And when you start, you'll see the changes uh, very, very quickly. I mean, not like the day of, not like taking a pill. That's why, you know, we want to pop a pill. We want to see it instantaneously. It won't be that fast, but really quickly, if you, your health is your habits. 
So if you choose a habit of if you choose habits of eating healthy and starting to exercise, you'll see those changes and you'll feel amazing. And then if you could get off of like your statins, most of the research is showing statins make you feel terrible, um, keeps you alive, or and that's debatable, but uh, some people will say it keeps me alive, but it makes me feel terrible, and, and it may not be even keeping you alive. But uh, just go out, do the research, and start, make, if, if you want to. Now, if you're happy, I'm not saying, these are choices. Everyone is free to make their own choices. If you say, you know what, that description of a steady slope, I'm happy to go into a rest home and sit in a wheelchair. If that's, if that's what you wanna do, then I have no, like, no qualms about it. Go for it, like that's your thing. But I have a feeling that most people, when you describe that, they don't want that. And it feels a lot better to think of yourself being highly functional and then quickly dropping off. Uh, the biggest changes are Dianex, it's lifestyle, okay? So ask yourself, is my doctor helping me uh, with my lifestyle first or medication first? Do I need to get a second doctor, a wellness doc? And if you're in the St. George area and have any questions, I'm happy to answer those. I would, I would consider myself more of the wellness doc to be able to help you along those lines. Um, but sometimes, or, or you can talk to your doctor and he can do both. I know there's uh, many medical doctors out there that, are, that have already seen this. They're, a lot of them are scared to speak out because they're speaking out against the system. And uh, as again, Dr. Malhotra, he's really talked a lot about that, that when you speak out against the system, you don't hear from a lot of medical doctors because they'll threaten their licenses, they'll, um, they'll get attacked, and they you know, are scared. And that's really, uh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, the evidence is out there, the research is clear, and so um, if there's most of the conflicting evidence from what I've said today has been, you know, evidence from pharmaceutical companies. So uh, always ask or find out where, you know, where it's coming from and also mainstream media. I mean, I hate, I don't want to make this a political thing, but you can totally see just from uh, the vaccines and things you, it's, I mean, the evidence is pouring in that substantiates what I've just said, that the system is set up to make money um, it's not concerned about our health and, and even the media, I think, you know, it's kind of, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. It just seems like you follow the money, big money in media, big money in pharmacies, big money in, um, insurance agencies. And I, I just can't help it. And big money in the food industries. Again, you could say, call me a conspiracy theorist. It just, uh, you know, call a spade a spade. It's lining up. So that it's showing, you know, I don't know if you can believe all the things that you hear in, in, uh, you know, in, in mainstream media, because they're mainly told what to say by the pharmaceutical companies. I think you need to do your own research. You need to try it. I would say to try it and see how you feel and then talk it over with your, uh, with your medical doctor or chiropractor or anybody. Okay. Hopefully this is helpful. Um, I hope that I'm just repeating stuff that you have already heard or um, know about but if not go check out you know some of these but go check out check out uh, Asim Malhotra uh, he's all over because he's really speaking out against it and I, I am 100% for him um, younger next year there's all sorts of books any any books on 
um, nutrition. I mean, they're endless out there. So go check it out. If you have questions, uh, let me know if you'd like. And I think that's it for today. So this is Dr. Traveler signing out. All right. Thanks for listening today. Hey, if you could please go on, like, subscribe, make a comment, go on to our, all the other social media, go on to Facebook, Instagram, go on to TikTok, search for Healthology Experts. It really helps us to grow and push this message. And if you gain value from this, then go on and please participate. We try to get to all of the questions or anything that you have. Um, any responses or comments. So go like, subscribe, do all the stuff that you know helps us. All right, guys. See ya.